but I had never thought of it in the context of, do you think he could have been waiting to see if she really would surely die? Almost like he was testing God's word. Yeah. I say I never thought I of it quite he, like he that. He was doubting God. And when this, oh. when he said that, he's like, well, at least sh- we'll find out from her first. He he not only he not only doubted God's word, he but then he was willing to use her him. as a human shield. <gasps> Let her go I never first. Love it that bad. Before. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Cliff and Chandra here. Uh, it's Friday, and this is our not gospel podcast that you're tuning into. We are talking about what it means to be an alpha. What it means. Uh, is being an alpha a good thing? Is it a good thing to be an alpha male or female? What it means? Is there a call to action to be an alpha in Christian culture? Uh, what do these words and terms mean in our non-Christian culture, just in a secular world? We're talking about these things. Uh, this is not gospel. This week, among many quasi-hateful comments, irritated comments we got off of one video, which we talked about earlier, the our review to The Woman King. One of the comments was in regard to, I think it was in regard to my status as an alpha. Well, why did he say that? Did you say something in the review yes, about I remember, alpha Yes, I remember what I said. So it made me feel good he at least watched the first couple of minutes <laughs> of the review. Um, I had mentioned how the one guy, like there's a part in the, in the trailer where there's a biracial kiss mm-hmm. and she kisses the French European actor and we paused and we talked about it and I was like I bet he's like the one good redeemable white man because he's the beta male and I even said that thing uh. the interesting thing is that this person I'll first say this I, I love how sometimes internet trolls troll themselves mm-hmm. because this person bef- right before he said you're definitely not an alpha had this comment where he said, this is the last and final comment that I'm doing at all on this video. Blah, 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 blah. Do a Google Google search. My gosh, yada, yada. And then immediately afterwards, you're definitely not an alpha oh. in another comment. So I didn't even respond. Actually, I did. I responded and said, Chandra is, offended is by super that. <laughs> offended because she tries really hard to be an alpha. Um, Which, it just comes naturally. So. It just comes naturally. You don't have to try. It just looks like you try because you're so good at it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That made no sense. It was insulting. Well, we need to figure out if it makes sense or not because what's an alpha? No, well, okay. First of all, is was he was it a race related thing for him? Do you think? I don't. I don't think so. I think he was. I think he was just commenting on seeing me in the video, mm-hmm. seeing my presentation, whatever it is, how you and I engage. Something about how you and I engage and my comments on this one video that he watched because I don't know if he watched any other videos person thought I was not an alpha or an alpha male okay what do you okay what do you think is I mean in the culture people talk about alpha and beta males what do you think an alpha male is okay so well there's two things a couple of things one the alpha male thing means something different uh depending on the ideological like what culture you're in like what culture you're in yeah Yeah. so uh if we're christians Mm -hmm. it's going to be mean a different thing than in well, the culture. Do you think so let's there just go is with the an culture. alpha male in Christianity. Uh, yes, I do think. I've been thinking a lot about it. I do think there are there's an alpha male way to be that is it totally 100% in line with Jesus's teaching and I have scripture that I, when I really think when you interpret it correctly it's like dang, that's telling you to be an alpha. But uh to get into to non-scripture, non uh Christian culture. If we're just mm-hmm. talking about the world culture, what it means to be an alpha. In the world culture, I think an alpha male is uh, 
gauged by success and competence. Some people are just successful because they were born into it. Your daddy's super wealthy and all of a sudden you're wealthy. That's not – just success alone doesn't is not indicative of whether you're an alpha or not. Somebody accidentally has a weird random YouTube video that goes viral. That can be success. No guarantee that you're an alpha. Well, to me, the alpha thing is more about power, and that can come in different ways. But I think, I think young guys especially, they want to have the biggest muscles, the prettiest girl, the best-looking car, and that's what makes you the alpha. Well, if you go to the biological realm, the alphas are the one that have mm-hmm. the – sounds weird – to have the pick of the litter when it comes mm-hmm. to mating partners. And so in our society – we're animals. In our society, what you do find are the most successful people, the most mm-hmm. – and the most attractive people and all these kind of things. They're the ones – the most – the people that have the most co- – exude the most confidence. They're the ones that always seem winding up with – all the girlfriends or whatever in high school and college or whatever you want to call it, they're the ones that are the popular with the girlfriends. They have the most, the widest selection for partners. Mm-hmm. And it's because we're not that, in that respect, biologically, we're not that different than other animals. You know, there are, people are looking for partners that will produce competent offspring. Like that's the thing. I think sometimes you're like trying to psychologically deep dive into the situation. And I think... It's a lot easier than that. (laughs) At that horse show this weekend, there were these teenagers walking around, these three young guys. Yeah. And there was one guy that was just like living his life. And then the other two were just naturally following him around because he was, I guess, the most interesting. Like he, it's like he lived his life with a purpose. I got to go here. I got to do this. And the other two were just hanging with him. And I feel like he's naturally just an alpha well, guy. So decisiveness is a, mm-hmm. is a, is an element of an alpha for sure. Yeah. Uh, making your choices, making choices. But then what makes an alpha an alpha is not only making your choices but owning your choices. Yeah. I'm going to go to the – do so-and-so. You're decisive. You made the choice. Then you live up to it and you do it. It's like even if it goes against the grain or – people will naturally follow that. It's like, oh, he's already made the choice for us. Let's follow it. That's yeah. like a tribute uh, – decisiveness is an attribute of an alpha mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, confidence is another one. I definitely think of it in a confidence way and yes. a leader and a follower type way. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I get more wrapped up in the spiritual idea of what it means to be an alpha and how mm-hmm. God, I think, and Jesus actually condone and recommend that lifestyle. I, the culture, when we say alpha – it's turned into this evil bad word. Like alpha males are just these dominant, overconfident, cocky guys who – gym rats who just get buff and just think that they're going to beat everybody up if they don't see it their way. It's like that's not being an alpha. Like that's – competence is part of being an alpha, but these guys may be competent at lifting heavy weights, but that doesn't make them any more than a grunt. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like confidence and decisiveness lead to success. I think alphas have some of the thickest skin. They can take the opinions of other people and not care. They don't care about the opinions of other people. Mm. I think that's huge for an alpha. If you get to a point where you're like, I don't really care what the other people say, what that says about you is that you don't find their opinions valid enough to care about. Mm. You're going to do your thing regardless. That sounds super cocky, but it's it's super confident. To me, when I think about the alpha and beta thing to Mm -hmm. me that's purely a secular thing when i think about christianity and hierarchies and stuff i don't think about that term at all because it does seem like a bad thing to me 
Right. And I see, I think it's yeah. a positive thing. I think it's been turned into a negative thing from culture. Well, in Christianity, I think more of like shepherds and sheep. God wants Christians to be shepherds of people, you know. And I, that's where I yeah. think the alpha thing comes in. So when I see Jesus looking at Peter and, and uh, Peter and Andrew, and he says, come and follow me, mm-hmm. and I will make you fishers of men. He's essentially saying, come and follow me, and I will teach you how to get men to follow you. Uh, see, I don't look at it like that. I don't think God's raising you up to be uh, someone to be followed. He's raising you up to be someone to protect others. Well, I think he's raising you up yeah. to teach people how to follow Christ. Yeah. But he's still raising you up to position you to teach the, to influence those other people. Mm-hmm. He's raising you up to make I, those decisions. Like I, where I'm purely looking at it from a shepherd point yeah. of view, like shepherds, they do guide, mm-hmm. but they also, their like main job was protecting from the outside world. You right. Know? And, and I think that's yeah. part of being an alpha. I think an mm-hmm. alpha to me in the spiritual sense is someone who leads people, but is meets their needs at the same time. Yeah, That's the thing. It's not just people, someone that just says willy nilly, the scripture that says, uh, nobody sets out to build a house without counting the cost. An mm-hmm. alpha, in the scriptural sense, is aware of the price it, it, that's going to be necessary to do something and what my, what mm-hmm. his people are going to require. Jesus demonstrates that on the hill when he's like, I'm going to provide food for these people. Mm-hmm. They followed me here. I'm not going to send them home empty. We're going to meet the needs of the followers. Yeah. An alpha is not just a leader that just leads somebody out in the desert and is what it is. Alpha is a leader who also meets the needs and provides for the followers. Yeah. That makes him an alpha. Well, and like Jesus, while he was the king, he was also the biggest servant. He was washing their feet and taking care of them daily. Yeah. Right, right. And the leader leads by not just word and deed. The alpha doesn't lead by word and deed. also leads by action, takes action. So the way you're an alpha scripturally is is you have the power. Jordan Peterson talks about this. Like Mm -hmm. meekness in the Bible is a is a tribute is a is a characteristic of being an alpha. And you don't Mm -hmm. think that being meek. A lot of times people see a meek person, a quiet person, or timid person, and they think that's that's a weak person. Mm The biblical characteristic of meekness is more properly defined with instead of being just weak and incompetent, meekness is having a sword, knowing how to use it, and choosing not to. Yes. That's the meekness of the Bible, and I think that's an alpha. Having the sword, having the capabilities, having the power, Mm -hmm. and choosing not to use it or exert it all the time, choosing Mm -hmm. to withhold. I think that's a characteristic of being alpha, demonstrating that kind of restraint until necessary. Yeah, I think that's where Christianity maybe and modern culture who talk about alpha males and stuff, I think that's the main divide there. Yeah. Because they don't think of compassion and putting yourself as a servant to other people as an alpha thing, you know? Yeah, well, and in the garden, when Peter whips out his sword and cuts the ear off of the dude, he's like, he rebukes him, says, put it back. If I needed your help, I would have, I would have, asked for it if i needed on the cross or on his way to the cross or wasn't he said if i wanted to i could call ten thousand angels right down here to to defend me and my father would do that that's having the sword knowing how to use it having the power and choosing not to like that was the biggest alpha move jesus could have done he's like put away your sword man and he picks it up and heals the dude he's like i'm good i don't need you to defend me right now that's a huge alpha move he's on his way to the slaughter and he's like i'm good and to me that's demonstrating the, the the Christian 
idea of what it means to be an alpha, what it means to be a leader is someone who works to be capable. It's multiple layers like apologetics, someone who studies the scripture, someone who studies the culture, someone who studies to, sh to, to be adept. Like in our situation, if I was to sit down with an atheist and have a discussion, if I'm not studied, if I'm not prayed up and I'm not researched up, they're going to make me look like a fool. You know, and, I, and then I'm sitting there, I'm clearly not an alpha. In my head, an alpha for the faith is somebody who's equipped, adept, and ready if they're setting out to build that house. Mm. If they're setting out to be an apologetics yeah. ministry, count the cost, study to show yourself. That's, yeah. yeah, being equipped and ready, that's a huge part of, of an alpha, whether you use those talents or not. Mm -hmm. And I do think that's biblical, mm -hmm. 100%. Now, I think we live in a... I might be going way off in a whole other subject for Let's you. go there. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go there. You're a little amped up today. You've been drinking the energy drink. I know. This is no caffeine in it, all right? Oh. Just, I had a little coffee earlier. <laughs> well, okay. So we live in the Bible Belt. Yes. And we're both raised in kind of traditional families. Mm -hmm. And in our culture and in Christianity, sometimes women can be kind of pushed down a little bit sometimes. Yes, that's true. By some bad men. Not by good Christian men. Mis in my opinion, misinterpretation of certain scriptures yes. makes bad men, in my opinion, weak, small men who are who are not confident mm -hmm. and need validation of how good exactly. they are to, by putting down other people. It's like this false scriptures. alpha thing yes. to where I have a woman who has to do everything I say. I'm the man. And that's not being no. a man at all. Absolutely. If you're yeah. an alpha in a relationship is attentive to the needs of his wife and his family. That's why that's what I was say, saying yeah. you're meeting the needs of those. We talk I talk about why the world I had this discussion with people like why is the world run by men? It's an evil patriarchy and I'm like, well, let's look at it in the biological practical sense when the woman is at her weakest most vulnerable point, what is that? Probably the last bit of pregnancy and delivering a baby hmm. and afterwards. That's some, so much healing, it's physical turmoil, they're incapable of of a lot. Like they're Really weak, and this is their most vulnerable point. Mm -hmm. What do they need? Someone who's going to protect and provide a safe space for the future of their family, the future of their people, the whole deal. That's the husband. The husband's like, okay, if I'm an alpha, I'm gonna I'm gonna tend to her needs, make sure she's took care of, and then while she's taking care of our future, I'm gonna provide a space for us to do that. Mm -hmm. And so he does that. But then this other alpha in his home, he does that too. And then this person does that. And pretty soon those borders meet. And then they have to start talking about how can we peaceably arrange the situation. Next thing you know, you have cities and states and <laughs> nations. That's why the world is run by men is yeah. because they weren't the ones at home with the kids by simple biology. They were the ones that yeah. were, if they were good men, were getting those borders and providing that safe space for their kids and wives to live. Mm -hmm. that's different than just being a boss. I make money. You do what I say. Cook me some steak. Yeah. Like that's like, you're horrible. Like to me, when you said being a good man, that's what's important to me. And I think this is going to get a little personal, but <laughs> in my relationship with my husband, he's a very uh, mild mannered person. Yes. And I think from the outside, other men might judge him as a non alpha type. Mm -hmm. Because he's not like physically in your face and overpowering people. He's just not that kind of guy. But to me, he's the kindest, sweetest person who t meets every need that I have. Like yeah. he takes care of me financially, emotionally, everything. And to me, he's like the 
best alpha male ever. And so I do think it is in the eye of the beholder a little bit. <laughs> but in a Christian sense, yeah, the, the call a, a husband man, has... He's the best. The call a husband yeah. has is to love your wife greater than yourself. Yeah. And if he's nailing that, then your, jo- your yeah. job as the wife... I can't give him no babies. <laughs> <laughs> your job... Outside, he wasn't going to say that. <laughs> outside of offspring or whatever, your job as the wife then becomes the word... Uh, obey or submissive or whatever mm-hmm. i think it's submissive to his needs yeah. not necessarily to his will yeah it's submissive to his needs yeah and as he is to mine too because yes. he loves me yes yeah. and and he works to meet those needs and you yeah. submit to his needs as well like we need this yeah. for our family he needs this i'm gonna be that for him and i and that's something i think there's not enough emphasis on that yeah. In our culture, because there's just emphasis on get my career, get my thing, get mine, mine, mine. Mm. It's not uh, what does my partner need? You know, what what do they need? If you're just leading and you're just charging ahead forward with just bold confidence and just without counting the cost, without meeting the needs of the people who are with you, without caring uh, recklessly, that's not an alpha. You know how they say the point of the journey is not the destination, but the actual journey. Yeah, life's a journey, not a destination. The yeah, the yeah. point is what you went through to get to that point. Yes, like if your goal is to be an alpha, so you're doing all these things you think make an alpha. Uh, that's not the alpha. The alpha is not even thinking about being an alpha. They're just thinking yes. about these individual little love things. How can I be the best in every circumstance? Yeah, based on this standard, yeah. you know, this metric, and it's. For a Christian, Jesus is the apex standard of what an alpha is, you know, what he did, how he provided for his people, uh, how he chose to connect with his God. Um, and the funny, the sad part, it's not even funny, it's sad. Mm-hmm. The sad part to me is your leaders, your biggest leaders here in in the secular world should be the alphas, right? That those, the people and the leaders of your government and this kind of thing should be, male or female, they should be the alphas of your society because they are perpetuating, they're pushing society forward. I think that's why people love Trump so much. Love him or hate him. He's a stereotypical alpha goal. Alpha (laughs) couple. You almost said, those are bad words. What is that? Alpha Alpha couple. Clifton. (laughs) You have to cut that out. No, That's not an awful. (laughs) But we to some up. people, Trump might be the stereotypical alpha picture. The, that's the thing. Yeah. The, with Trump, you're going to ha- find people who say he was a bully mm-hmm. and people on the extreme right. Super rich, super bully, super beautiful say he wife. was an alpha and, people, and it, yeah. p- it ticked people off and they hated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how I feel about that. I, I do mm-hmm. think he had some alpha uh, qualities. Worldly ones, not Christian Al- standard yeah, some ones. Some alpha qualities yeah. of being competent, of being of, of being successful, of being a leader, of kind yeah. of charting his own path. Uh, all of those things are kind of alpha things, but mm-hmm. in terms of the worldly look. But I'm not so – I've said this for a while. I think it's been a long time since we've actually voted in a legit alpha into uh, the higher regime of politics. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you look – I mean, especially now, I have no problem with saying, in my opinion – this current president hasn't been an alpha for 40-something years if he ever was. I think in a corrupt way he was. Like, I don't think so. I think he's just been screwing people over for decades. Integrity so. is a huge part of being an alpha. Yeah. And I think that, not even in Christian standards, period. You look at any of the alphas like in, in film and stuff and old school. Like, look at Braveheart. 
that the integrity is what makes yeah, somebody that's an alpha. So idealistic. I know it's idealistic, yeah. but that's what I'm saying is like when we think about an alpha, what an alpha is, Christian or not, integrity is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. That you're you're the captain. You're gonna go down with the ship. You're gonna make sure all of your people get off and, and get safe, but you're gonna go down with it. Yeah, but like even bad people, even like people in gangs, gangs have an alpha leader. It doesn't make you good because you're alpha. You can be a bad leader. But it makes you an alpha. I'm not saying alphas yeah. are good or bad. I'm just saying what's an alpha. And I'm think yeah. I'm saying Well, integrity's not part of it, I don't know. Him believe. being wishy washy, mm-hmm. flip floppy just to say whatever he needs to get mm-hmm. the vote and just following whatever the party line is, not an alpha thing to me. Not at all. I feel like that's just a, that's a follower mentality. If I want to get really mean, I'd say it's a puppet mentality mm-hmm. where you're just a voice box for whatever else somebody tells you to say. And that's something... He had to get the power he wanted. He was using that. Or he was being used. Uh, he's president. Is he? Well. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't even like talking about him. <laughs> So you know how they talk about a Proverbs 31 woman and stuff like that? You're a girl. You're a woman. Proverbs 31 woman. I don't know this. Like some girls get it tattooed on their foot and stuff. Like I'm a Proverbs 31 woman and stuff like that. It's not that I'm not a girl and I don't care. It's, <laughs> well, I mean, it's you would more care that. about the description of what a man yes, should be. Yes, You'd I pay would, attention to that right, more right, probably. Right. What, is like, a Proverbs, pro, what is a Proverbs 31 woman? Uh, well, that's what I kind of wanted to talk about. Like, I think a lot of people, when we talk about the Christian culture and a subservient wife type thing, mm-hmm. I think that's a mental picture. Whereas in the biblical reality, the Proverbs 31 woman, uh, it talked about how the business that she ran and how she controlled her servants, how she provided for her servants. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I just read this recently, yeah. actually. And how she goes out into the town she and she sells her wares. She home and she goes out into the town yeah. and she takes where provides for the... It was very much a capable, confident, yes. self-assertive and, and, and yes, I yeah. I actually was... It was just, a very strong woman. Yeah, I just listened to that very recently on my audio yeah. Bible. Now, now, I, now I know that. And I wish... Even in the Christian culture, more people had that view of what a strong woman is mm. and not just, oh, you listen to your husband. You make him meals three times a day. You're a good wife. And then, well, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that the Christian culture does, does at least in my opinion, does a better job at valuing what taking care of the home yeah. is, mm-hmm. how big a duty that is. I think outside yeah. the Christian culture, they look at that as like, well, at least you could be a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, as, in our culture and Christian like it's culture, a downgrade almost. Yeah, it's like, oh, if you didn't pursue a career, maybe you, as as a consolation prize, you could be a mom, and it's like, no, like yeah. in Christian culture, that's the pinnacle. It's like a big everything deal. else should be secondary. Yes, yeah, yeah that's a big deal. You you are raising uh, humans. Mm-hmm. You're creating humans, or and if nothing else, you're creating a space. For the current humans, you and your husband, mm. to exist and survive, like in a world that is out to get you all the time. Which it's not a superficial goal; it's a fulfilling thing. Yeah, and God knows that. That's why He gives it to us. Yeah, like He knows that's what's going to be best for you. Yeah, I mean, what His first His first uh, thing He t- He put the Adam and Eve in the garden. He told him to tend mm. to the garden. He gave him something to take care of, a home to take care of. Mm. It's like that's your first your first job. The main one. The big question. Was Adam an alpha? Was Adam an alpha? <laughs> no. No. 
I think he demonstrated his true character. Things did go kind of good to crap there. When he, when the scripture that says when, <laughs> but was Eve when Adam when Adam when she went to the tree and the serpent mm. d- deceived her, and it said and she gave to Adam who was with her. Mm. He was standing there. He had been given by God. God told him, "Do not eat of this." She got secondhand information from him. Adam related to her, "Hey, God said, don't eat this." She took it and ate it and gave to her husband who was with her. So he stood there, stood by while she was deceived by the serpent and did nothing. I hadn't, like, I've, I know all that, but I had never thought of it in the context of, do you think he could have been waiting to see if she really would surely die? Almost like he was testing God's word. Yeah. I say I never thought I of it quite he, like he that. he was doubting God. And when, this, oh. when he said that, he's like, well, at least sh- we'll find out from her first. He, he not only... He not only doubted God's word, he but then he was willing to use her him. as a human shield. <gasps> Let her go I never first. Love it that bad yeah, it is not. <laughs> That's to, awful. Yes, it is not despicable to me that that Eve <laughs> took and ate of the fruit first. Yeah. Nearly as it as it is as a, as and in my opinion, again, this sounds sexist to some people, but it's like as a man who's put in charge of every living thing in the garden. That includes Eve. Everything there is in your care. Mm-hmm. And you let her be deceived, and you let her just go, and you use her as a human shield to like one layer of insulation. If she drops down, okay, good. Well, uh, the woman you gave me took an eight. I need another woman, God. That's too much to think about. I, that's <laughs> I can't wh- think about That's it. why, in my opinion, he wasn't an alpha. Yeah. I really don't think he was. And I think it, it, took, it took God going, he realized that with Adam, and it took him bringing Jesus to the earth to demonstrate now you have a real alpha. He was the one, a real alpha, who was going to make the right choice and uh, every single time, regardless of the outcome. Yeah. Whether it hurts you or him, he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Not Gospel Podcast. We love delivering uh, these talks, these small conversations with you guys. Uh, Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the notification bell to be kept up to date with all of our more recent uh, videos. And keep supporting quality independent content. And as always, keep being awesome because that's how God made you.